Hello and welcome to the Formula E podcast hosted by me, Humura Ruth. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing lovely. And if it's not going well for you, take it to the Lord in prayer. Now today I'm recording from a very windy place. I'm actually outside and close to a farm. So occasionally we hear some chickens uh, making some noise and some wind. But I hope you enjoy today's episode. I hope you're doing great. So you know that this podcast is dedicated to Formula E, which is all about electric racing, future sustainability, bringing awareness in regards to climate change. So I thought that as we wait for Formula E races, of which the next race is coming up in, I think, 10 days, and we're going to be in New York City. I am super excited for that one. As we wait for the races to come by, we could just dive into some electric cars that we have been introduced to, especially because of, you know, Formula E. So we'll look at... um, when you think of Formula E, the very first team that comes to my mind is Mercedes-Benz EQ. So we're going to look at the very first Mercedes-Benz electric car that just got released. Um, I think, yes, we saw it an, at an expo in Shanghai. So we're going to be looking at that. We'll look at electric cars. I'll take you through the Mercedes EQS, what it looks like, what it feels like, and uh, what to expect from it. So, yeah. But before we get into that, I thought we could just look at a little bit, because this is the very first podcast in regards to electric cars, aside from Formula E racing. So I thought we could just dive a little bit into electric cars and get ourselves familiarized with them before we actually look at the Mercedes EQS, which you absolutely love. So straight up, definition, an electric vehicle is a vehicle that uses one or more electric motors or traction motors for propulsion. So when we talk an, of an EV, it's not necessarily a car on its own. We're looking at, it could be, um, you know, the, there's an E1 series that's coming up where you have water, hmm, what are they called? Um, bots that are, I, I've forgotten the name, but just know they're bots that are going to be racing. They're flying bots, I should say. So that's an EV. You can also look at, you know, um, electric boats and, and everything that falls within you know using an electric motor but specifically what we're going to look at today is more of an electric car so so I'll f- refrain a lot from using the word EV although if I use it I'm referring to an electric car not the whole generalization of electric vehicles that do um, use electric motors but uh, I think when it comes to um, the transportation sector it's been a major source of greenhouse gas emissions and air pollution so looking at electric vehicles looking at electric mobility is one way is one part of us you know stepping in to promote future sustainability to raise awareness in regards to climate change which is something that I'm pretty passionate about so transportation has been a source of you know I've talked about this before greenhouse gas emissions or GHG as I may call them sometimes or as they are known and these greenhouse gases can they damage the natural environment they damage the organisms in the natural environment which include me a human being you a human being the animals the plants and so it's better and safer for us to actually lower these emissions in order for us to have um, safer climate and a safer planet for us to live on and even for the future generation to live on now just to talk about greenhouse gas it's gas that absorbs and emits radiant energy within the thermal infrared range causing the greenhouse effect. And the primary ga- greenhouse gases that we have on the Earth's atmosphere are water vapor, carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, oz- and ozone. 
But since I think around the Industrial Revolution era, that's around 1750, could be before, could be after, the atmospheric concentration of carbon dioxide on our planet has increased by almost 50%. That is a lot. And if we keep going the way we've been going, if we keep, you know, polluting the air like we've been doing, if we keep, if we keep polluting the water bodies like we've been doing, we're going to really pay a high consequence. And... Um, According to the European Environment Agency, this is what they said, and I quote, fine particulate matter in our air has been estimated to reduce life expectancy in the European Union by more than eight months. Now, that affects everybody. That affects not just the European Union, but everybody. And you know what I love about this is that we can all play a part. We can all do something. You may not afford an electric vehicle at the moment or an electric car at the moment, but you could recycle. You could talk about it and people could be more aware. Or maybe if we talk more about it, our governments would pay more attention to it and help us fight climate change because it's 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 coming and it, it looks like it's it looks scary but when we when you know when uh, my pastor chat says uh evil prevails when a when a good man does nothing so even your small act maybe recycling you know opting out of using plastic bottles in favor of you know a, a bottle that can be recycled over and over and over again that helps a lot i recently went for i was doing uh, um there was an assessment that we were doing and it was running for i think a week and every day they had we there was 30 people that would come and so those 30 people would need to drink water and what they told us to do was to actually you know carry water bottles to that, to that assessment day so every day 30 people had their water bottles there and they just you know would refuel i just said refuel refill those water bottles as opposed to drinking water out of plastic bottles every day and dumping them so we saved about Okay, 30 times around five, that's, my maths is not so good, but that's about 150 bottles, you know, being saved from being, uh, you know, dumped off or put in a waste bin to be shipped off to some dumping area and, you know, degrading the earth. Instead, we had no water bottles, we had no plastic bottles, and it can be done. I had Lewis Hamilton, I was actually inspired when I had Lewis Hamilton, um, I think talk on f1 beyond the grid how he's you know encouraging the people in the mercedes benz f1 team to you know recycle the bottles of water that they use or you know you opt for more recyclable products that way we reduce the amount of waste we're actually depositing on the earth and it can be done at first i thought oh that's such a stretch that's so, that's so hard that's only for maybe say people who have a certain level of income to do but you actually realize whatever level of income you have wherever you are you can actually do something you can talk about it you can actually do something about it and today we're going to look <laughs> at an electric car from mercedes-benz and what it offers and you know you can still get a high performance you can still get luxury even when you're using an electric car but anyway so that's pretty much it but what Looking at the greenhouse effect, it's a process by which radiation from a planet's atmosphere warms the planet's surface to a temperature above what it would be without this atmosphere. So because you have the sun, the sun hits the earth, you know, sunlight hits the earth and some sunlight is reflected back into space while the rest of the sunlight becomes heat. Now, we also have these um, um, 
the what, what is it called um when you also have you know cars burning up fossil fuels and all those gases are emitted that's also warming up the earth more and we don't need that we actually don't need that in fact i think if you've listened to my formula e podcast i review all the races by the way in formula e subscribe leave a review it helps a lot if you've looked at the previous podcast episodes i talked about watching a documentary in which lucas degassi i think was traveling around the world and that's how i got to know about you know the pollution levels in the world that are very alarming and deadly but one of the things i think in one documentary that they talked about was you know how the covid pandemic it's been really really hard but the fact that the cars were you know there were less cars on the streets there were less restaurants you know barbecuing and smoking up and all that the the pollution levels in the world actually reduced india the pollution levels were low really low south africa we saw so pollution levels in london new york city they all came down because there were less cars on the road there were uh, restaurants weren't grilling and burning and you know smoking and all this and that so the green the, the gas emissions were relatively low and that we got to see less pollution in the air. But, you know, we don't actually have to be in a lockdown for pollution levels to actually lower that. We can opt for other things like riding bikes to work or electric cars, as we are going to see in today's episode. And you may also wonder that, you know, we always hear about, you know, calamities and catastrophes happening all over the world, which is very unfortunate. But that's also partly because the climate is changing. You know, you hear the Himalayas melting and sometimes you know when you see these things on tv and maybe say you sit in kampala like i am and you're like oh my god the himalayas are melting that's absurd but you know this i think the last time it happened was in february this year or last year when they melted took i think some people's lives because those are icebergs that when they melt they come down you know as a flood of gushing water and it takes people's lives it takes animals lives as well you see um water bodies over flooding i think like victoria recently over flooded and you know the water was now claiming up land in which people was living that's climate change you're seeing um animals dying wildfires becoming way easier now when i give you the example of you know the sun giving us sunlight the sun some of the sunlight reflected back into space while the rest of it becoming heat and then there's also this heat that we're putting into our planet without need of it being there all that heat it makes it way easier for a wildfire to occur and i've seen those dangerous wildfires happening all over the world but we can do something you know i'm talking about it you can talk about it you can do something about it you can recycle you can use an electric vehicle you can use an electric car you can use a bike to work you can you come up with interesting solutions and recently dhl had a competition called the visionaries where you're supposed to submit um an idea in relation to um what is it called future sustainability and the winner would um get an opportunity to i think attend a formula e pre with finn harris and and you know do i don't know and get a 2500 pound bursary so that was pretty pretty exciting anyway let's not go so far so let's dive into the mercedes eqs which is one of the first cars from mercedes that actually uses an electric motor so let's get into that Before we go any further into the show, thank you so much for listening to Z Formula E podcast. Now, you probably love motorsport, which means you probably love Formula One as well. And if that's the case, why not listen to my brand new Formula One podcast called ZF1 Amateur? That's right, just Google ZF1 Amateur podcast 
or go to your favorite podcasting platform and in the search bar, type in ZF1 Amateur Podcast and you'll be sure to have Formula One right by your side. In addition to that, you know I'm Ugandan and I love everything about Uganda. I love sharing about the beauty of Uganda, which is why I have a podcast dedicated to the beauty of Uganda. The name of the podcast is Z Humura Show. Just Google Z Humura Show or type into your podcasting platforms search bar Z Humura Show and you'll be sure to enjoy it. Okay, back to Formula E. So the Mercedes Benz EQS. Ah, oh my God, I love Mercedes Benz. There are some names when you say when it comes to cars, you're like a Ferrari, a Mercedes, and you're like, oh my God, my heart is melting. It's just Aston Martin, McLaren. <laughs> Those are cars that excite me. But anyway, the Mercedes Benz EQS is the first part of the EQ family. So the electric vehicle family in Mercedes will now be part, will be called, I think, Mercedes EQ. So if you see, if it's a car and it's Mercedes EQ, then you know it's an electric car. So the first part of the EQ family is the Mercedes-Benz EQS, which is a range that will expand to, I think, 10 more models by 2022. So the first model we have is the EQS. And... It operates using an electric motor instead of an internal combustion engine, as expected. And um, you need to charge it, just like you'd expect from an electric car. You need to plug into plug it into a source of electricity in order for it to charge. And I think, let me give you the charging times. So the car obviously comes with a charge port, which we'll look at later. But it can be charged at a 200 kilowatt charger. And if you charge it for minimum, like 15 minutes, you get 186 miles of range. So that's pretty good i should say and then when you charge it at home you'd require to you'd have to charge it for up to 10 hours in order for it to be fully charged if you're using that 11 kilowatt onboard charger with which it's fitted with if you buy the eqs but if you upgrade to the 22 kilowatt charger you can charge it to 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 the fullest in about five hours five hours so that's a relatively short short time to charge it but you can charge it at work at a public charging station or at your house so of course it's an electric car so you don't expect to have so much sound like when you think of you know because make loud sound like the lamborghini aventador or i don't know any other mercedes this one doesn't produce a lot of sound however it does have some sound experiences within the car which we'll get into so if you miss out if you feel like oh i don't want an electric car because i don't want to miss out on that you know that roaring engine and the powerful you know sound of the engine you can still get something out of the car when you use when you take advantage of the sound experience systems that the car has to offer which we'll get into later but remember a quiet engine does not necessarily mean reduced performance on a car so that's something you also have to be aware of and if you're still not sure of whether you know the mercedes eqs would be the right car for you you can take advantage of the mercedes eq ready app so you download the app. What what the what the app gives you is that it gives you different types of electric cars and the ranges of models for you to choose from. So before you actually commit, you can actually see through them. In fact, Mercedes Benz has um, a virtual live showroom for 
any car of your choice that you'd want to purchase for Mercedes. But now we're looking at the electric vehicles, so you can use the Mercedes EQ Ready app. And then you can also, when you download the app, you can drive in your car as you normally do every day, and the app will be able to track your daily routes, analyze your driving behavior, and see whether you actually fit to use an electric car, whether the electric car would actually fit be suitable for your lifestyle. It will also show you where to find your nearest charging stations, how much charge you'd need, how much charge you'd need for each journey so it will give you all that kind of information if you download the mercedes eq ready app so i think it's a great way for you to actually you know be able to customize which mercedes you think would work for you before you actually commit to one yes and the mercedes eq comes in two versions you have a version with two motors at the dual motor version which is with uh, the version number is 580 it has a motor at the front and a motor at the back as well it's a four-wheel drive and it comes with 523 horsepower 855 newton meters of torque and then you also have the version with one motor which is the 450 plus it comes with 333 horsepower and 568 newton meters of torque now let's get into the car itself what it feels like and what it looks like so you can compare the car to the Mercedes S-Class, I would think so. But when you look at, if you're comparing it to other electric vehicles, you can you'd compare it to the Tesla Model S and the Porsche Taycan. So if you've seen those cars, those electric cars, you can actually compare the two. But anyway, when you look at the car itself, at, at the car in itself, <laughs> my English is a mess, I'm sorry. But when you look at it, it doesn't have... A long body like you know you'd expect or like usually see with maybe say a sedan and a sedan and by the way did I say that usually sedans are priced from about $20,000 to um, $30,000 or $40,000 this Mercedes EQS is priced at about 80,000 pounds or if you're looking at dollars probably about a hundred thousand dollars that's the price estimate that's because Mercedes hasn't yet fully released the price of the car i mean you know something is expensive when they actually don't want to tell you the price straight up but yeah that's pretty much it but anyway it doesn't have that long body because it doesn't have the long combustion engine at the front because this time around you're getting an electric motor which is pretty cool if we look at it it looks beautiful futuristic i would say you can get it with two concept colors or maybe a say a single color maybe a blue or a black it's beautiful it's a beautiful car i don't know whether that's because i love mercedes and then look at the wheels the wheels come they range from 19 inches to 21 inches and they have some sort of aero design on them which helps improve efficiency when it comes to driving however if you increase the wheels inches you're probably going to lose out on efficiency and you also have the option of actually sort of like upgrading the features of your wheels so they kind of turn differently there's some there's some stuff that i didn't fully understand but yes you can actually upgrade the features on your wheels if you pay extra money of course but yeah that's pretty much it um you have the wind washer wind washer the window washer right uh you know uh, um i'm trying to be as descriptive as possible but um you, when you're looking at the car from the side so obviously if you're looking at a sedan from the side you see two car doors and of course you have the uh the window on one door but the window on the driver's door just below it on the outside is where you have your window washer the charging port for the car is um 
at the end of the window on the passenger door right below that is a charging port you just touch it and then it opens and then you can actually fix your charger in charge your car and then get it out and then you know lock it back that's pretty nice and then when you walk up to the car the Mercedes EQS, um, it will recognize you and then the door handles will unlock themselves and then the door will open. When you sit inside, put your foot on the brake pedal, the driver door will shut. So we actually sit in the driver side of the Mercedes, Mercedes EQS. Now when you lock the door, did I say it has frameless windows? Yes, it has frameless windows. I can never get over the frameless windows. I think any luxury car, most luxury cars usually have frameless windows. And then it has frameless windows. I didn't talk about the trunk. So it has um, a, a hatchback tailgate. Open up the trunk. It's, it's a pretty spacious trunk. And given the fact that the passenger seats can be released to create extra storage you at the back of the car if you don't have any passengers you can actually release the seats so they become you know they lie flat and actually become an extension of your trunk storage to you know where the passenger seat area is and when you're actually in the boot there's still some extra storage so when you lift up the boot um then there's still another box literally i don't know how to describe this but yes when you're in the trunk there's still another box that you can open up and you get some extra storage that goes down into the car as well that's pretty cool cool i i should say but anyway let's go back to the driver's seat so you come you come close to your car it recognizes you um pops open the pops open the door handles and then it opens itself then you sit in and then put your foot on the brake pedal and then it locks up so we're inside the car now it's a pretty beautiful car posh interior i should say outside it looks futuristic inside it's just really posh and really nice i love it i think it looks really 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 beautiful so you have man-made suede on the sides of the door and then yeah it's beautiful and then the on that suede you have some sections which have led lighting that has been fixed in so the led lighting runs around all the doors of the car onto the what is it called the display area just around the doors of the car and on your seats you do have man-made leather as well with led lighting strips in it as well so at the night in the night time the car just comes alive it's beautiful and did i mention you have 190 different colors of led lighting for you to choose from so that's beautiful you know i do makeup i do love beauty but 190 colors is a whole range of colors for somebody to choose from so in the night you could be purple or white or green or yellow or red or indigo or whatever 100 plus colors there are left whatever colors there are left in the iron and the color scheme that they have because they have 190 different colors so yes so let's look around so i said frameless windows of course and um, man-made suede on the sides of the windows on that board that actually you know how about the window when you push the window down and then you do have uh, an area where you can toggle the different windows in the car and below that we actually in the driver's seat on the door of the driver's seat below that you have a door bin which is fairly big and when you look at um, let's see between you the driver and your co-driver you do have a console that runs from the headboard to the back of both of your seats to the back of you know the driver's seat and to the back of the co-driver's seat so it doesn't fully stretch out into the passenger area but just you know glimpses into that i should say and um 
on your console area there's quite enough storage for you you have cup holders that are adjustable uh, you do have two USB-C's at the front and at the back of the console. So that's about four USB-C's. You do have wireless charging space. And underneath the console, there's some padded area as well, which can be used for extra space. Um, at the front of the core driver's seat, you do have the glove box, extra space as well. And so, yeah, that's pretty much around the console the console is beautiful it's padded with uh, man-made leather man-made leather on either side of the console and then you do have this kind of wood look in the middle as well where you have your extra storage you pop it open you have extra storage and cap holders and USB-C space and wireless charging space so that's pretty nice and yeah we talked about the man-made leather seats that are lined with led lighting that can be flickered or changed to 190 different colors that blew my mind away another beautiful thing that you will see is um you do have um, a beautiful beautiful display area that runs from right underneath your steering wheel through the center of the car to the end of the co-driver's headboard area so that whole place is just a display screen very beautiful it's a hyper screen so literally it, lo it looks like one big screen but it's actually broken into three big screen uh, three separate sc screens so when you look at it it's just like one beautiful display area with a screen on it but there's actually three screens so one screen is underneath the steering wheel that's a driver's screen and then the screen is right in the middle but it literally looks like as though it connects to the console that's where the infotainment uh, mercedes system is and the other screen is right at the core drive in front of the core driver's seat and it also has some infotainment system functions on it and what i like is that if you're driving a mercedes eqs and you're driving alone um so you sit it in your driver's seat when you start to stare at the the infotainment screen that's in front of your core driver's seat it starts to dim a bit and that's because it wants you to concentrate on driving and not actually staring at the core driver's seat it's just for your safety which i think it's pretty cool as well you can also if you're sitting in the core driver's seat and you actually want to operate the infotainment area screen ahead which is in front of your core driver you sit in the driver's seat it doesn't actually fully operate because it only operates the co-driver's infotainment screen only operates when the co-driver is actually seated there so isn't that pretty cool and interesting i don't know whether you'd find it interesting or annoying but yeah i found it pretty pretty interesting now the main infotainment screen which is literally um which i said is in the middle area like where the info where you'd find the infotainment screen in the mercedes s class it has the base not the basic but it has the you know the functions that you know mercedes infotainment systems do have navigation temperature control oh by the way did i mention that when you when you increase your temperature in the car the led strip lighting around the car turns to red i don't know maybe it's just telling you you know you're getting hotter and hotter and hotter and then you do have that's where you have your color set up 190 different colors to say before you do have your music car info just everything literally in the infotainment system area now the screen uh, i talked about the screen on the dri core driver's seat does have the same some infotainment system functions like the main infotainment area oh i forgot to tell you it has um a hearing system that 
really pays attention to only a person who's seated right in front of it. So if you have no one in your co-driver's area, that infotainment system or screen may not actually pay attention to you, to what you say. So that's it. And then in the driver, the driver, where the driver sits, which is behind the steering wheel, of course, you do have a screen underneath it. And on top of that screen, you do have a heads up display screen as well now the driver's display screen is an lcd display you can control it using the buttons on the steering wheel so you know how the steering i'm just going to be as descriptive as i can be and as i know how to be i hope it's helpful but you know how the steering wheel is a circle <laughs> so it's a circle and then there's rims that attach that circle to you know to that stamp on which the steering wheel is attached so those rims the rim on the left is where you find the buttons that the buttons that are touch sensitive and those buttons actually adjust and you know can help you command the display screen in front of you the driver so those buttons are meant to control the driver's display screen about the driver display screen i say you do have a heads up display screen as well so the driver's display screen is l LCD so it's not like the others which are um, LED as well and I like the fact that you can give you navigation in 3d so that's pretty cool um, just like the s-class really just like the s-class now when you go oh yeah you do have that massage option to you know get a massage when you're driving which is I, I, I don't know I like luxury so I'm I'm all in for that kind of living. Yes, and when you go to um let's go to the passenger seats. Now when you go to the passenger seats, I say they can be released so it can become extra storage for your trunk. Or if you're seated in them, usually between because you have two passenger seats, so one seat on right behind the driver, another seat right behind the co-driver. So you can imagine that you do have screens on the back of the driver's seat and on the back of the co-driver's seat. Those are just for you know the passengers to enjoy and Usually there's a cushion between um, the passenger number one and passenger number two. So when you pull back that, when you pull down that cushion, because it's usually lifted up and it's very flat and seamless. So it makes the seating area just looks flat. But when you pull it down, it actually can join to the console and you get extra storage space. It also has a tab on it, which can be used to control some um, the screens that you have on the passenger area. I hope I'm very descriptive and I hope it makes sense. And above you, you do have a panoramic glass that just brings in some lighting into the car and the car just feels nice. You do have good sitting area. So if you're very tall, your knees are bound to feel comfortable. Really looks like there's enough storage uh, sitting area. It doesn't feel, you know, squashed. It doesn't feel like as though a very tall person would feel uncomfortable. And then, yeah, lighting coming, natural lighting coming in. And I think that's pretty much about the Mercedes EQS. Ooh, I talked about the sound experience before, didn't I? Okay, this is what the sound experience is like. So because um, usually people, when it comes to luxury cars, people like... Um, People like, what? what is it that they like? People like loud cars, you know, loud, sporty, fast cars. But because it's uh, it's it's an electric car, you it's silent because that's how the motors work, it's silent. But the Mercedes, I love what Mercedes did. They brought back that sound experience for you and you can actually choose between different sound experiences that you want. So the car comes with three sound notes to choose from to enhance your sound experience. There's the silver waves, there's a vivid flux and there's the roaring pulse. So what happens as you're driving, the driver can select to have to, you know, put on the silver waves 
that's very calm it's very calm it's a very calm sound I, I, it's very easy to actually ignore that sound then the vivid flux is a bit vivid <laughs> it's a bit vivid and you know lively a little bit it's not too loud i like the fact it's not too loud and then you have the roaring pulse which is sporty like when you're actually when you put on the roaring pulse you feel like oh my god we are going i mean you can tell from the way i'm describing it that it's actually sporty and fun it just reminds you of you know those you know uh, sports cars and you're like Boo, that nice feeling so if you're not if you don't have that combustion engine or if you don't have that you know that roaring engine you can still get that sound experience with the mercedes aqs by just taking advantage of the sound notes that they do have and so that's i think pretty much it for the mercedes aqs i don't know whether i described it well enough for you you can get it in two concept colors or you can get it in one color i think i said that before frameless windows it's beautiful shorter body because you know you're using an electric motor now you can get it in two versions 450 plus one motor at the rear 580 two motors one motor at the rear and a motor at the back i don't know whether this was nice but i hope it really was nice because i love the mercedes eqs and i say it's estimated price range between um, eighty thousand pounds to a hundred thousand that's in dollars if you're looking at dollars a hundred thousand dollars approximately but yes that's pretty much it i hope you enjoyed it i hope this made this was fun as we wait for formula e-races to come and to just you know fill up our calendar in the meantime we'll be talking about luxury electric vehicles or luxury electric cars let me know what you thought about this podcast episode whether you enjoyed it whether there's something you'd want to be added or tweaked i'll be more than glad to hear from you so all you have to do is find me on instagram my instagram handle is the formula e podcast just like the name of the podcast or you can find me on twitter my handle is at formula one amateur my name is humor ruth i hope you had a good time and till next time bye bye